Hello, Internet, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cabin Corner Podcast. We're your geek slash nerd discussion podcast. Normally, we take one topic from video game, movie, uh, TV, or book, and we bat around until we get bored. I am your host that brain farted on his intro, Patrick. Uh, with me is my co host, Jared. Say hi, Jared. Uh, hello, everyone, ladies and germs. Welcome to the fifth annual video game awards. Um, uh, I am, as always, uh, are, are we not? Are we not counting the spike years? Uh, I don't know. Were the spike awards the same? Or the, they were just called the video game awards. Were they? Yeah. For some reason, I thought they were just the spikes. I actually don't know how many video game awards. I just know it's it's becoming a staple now. No. Yeah. It seems to have. Well, the industry has embraced it. Like mm-hmm. now, now it actually does get like reveals and stuff like that. Like people will watch the video game awards almost less for that. It's almost like people watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. Yeah, yeah. People watch. Or, people watch the video game awards for the for the announcements and the trailers. Yeah. So if it's becoming, if it's if 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 it wants to be taken if it wants to be taken seriously, we're going to take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, for the purposes of mining it for content. Uh, speaking of mining it for content. Um, the uh, nominees for each category have been announced, as well as the voting has been announced. Um, the actual event doesn't occur until December 8th, I yeah. believe. Um, and it'll, I'm pretty sure it's going to be streamed over Twitch. I think that's how they're, how they're doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we went over this last year, like, uh, after the after everything was said and done. Yeah. Well, we, we went over the trailers, and we went over... But we didn't vote in it last year. Yeah, and... and and God damn it, we wanted our voices heard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so Jared and I, we vo- we voted for the nominees this time. Um, we voted in most categories. There were a few categories that I, I know that I abstained from, um, just because. Uh, no dog in that fight. Yeah, not a single one. Um, but we'll we're gonna go through each category and tell you who we voted for slash who we predict to win. Just so when we're doing the part two of this after the video game awards, we can either shout "I told you so" or mumble with egg on our face. Yeah, which we're, we're very very keen to tell people we told you so. We we we've, I've mentioned the Joker review a lot of times because of how proud I am that we called its cultural influence. Yeah, yeah. Um, sweet sweet vindication. Yes, because it's also the episode where Patrick's soul leaves his fucking body. Yes, uh, I am a. I am a lifeless husk. Um. Do you want to start off in the like more categories, and we'll work our way up to best? Yeah, that, that, that was my plan. Okay, cool. And I'll, I'll finish it off on game of the year. Yeah. Uh, so the first off, probably the most one of the one of the most outside of our wheelhouse, uh, best esports event. Uh, I didn't vote. Um, for this one, the categories were Evo 2022, the 2022 League of Legends World Championship, uh, the PGL Major Antwerp uh, 2022. The 2022 Midseason Invitational and Valorant Champions 2022. I voted for Evo. See, I I, I abstained, uh, but I would also vote for Evo if because it's also the thing that's taken the most seriously. Yeah, like that's what you hear about. Like even even me and outside of being in the uh, the competitive gaming scene, you hear about Evo. You hear about the people who win that. Uh, next up was uh, best esports coach. I did not vote for that. Yeah, I I didn't know who any of these people were, and I didn't want to be like I like that guy's I like the cut of that guy's name. Yeah, um, the way that like some people vote in actual elections, <laughs> just 
That's an Irish name. I like that. Yeah. None of that, no. Uh, see, best esports team. I didn't. I don't think I voted for that. Yeah, there's a lot of esports stuff in this, so yeah. sorry, we're knocking Same. these out early because like, I don't, yeah. don't want to end on them. Esports, esports, uh, athlete. Um, the only person in this category I knew I knew of was uh, Lee Faker Song Hyuk uh, from League of Legends, and so I voted for him <laughs> just because I I knew who that was. Um, but it I felt very much like the the old person at the party. Yeah. Oh, um, I understood that reference. Yeah, I see. Like uh, with esports, like we could do a whole episode on that at some other point, but um, uh, it's just not something I've ever followed. Yeah, I'm, I, I have nothing against it. You know. Yeah. You know, more. You know, if you if you if you enjoy it, more power to you. Um, best esports game. Um, the nominees were uh, CS:GO, Dota 2, League of Legends, Rocket League, and Valorant. Uh, I did vote for League of Legends in that. Oh, uh, I voted for Rocket League. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Be- because, uh, like I said, if that's we the only ever, one if, you had played. Well, I was gonna say if 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 uh, if we ever do do an episode where we talk about uh, esports stuff like that, I will mention that I do watch a lot of Let's Plays, and watching people play uh, uh, Rocket League can just be fun in and of itself, even if they're not being competitive. Yeah. Just oh, that's some of those. Those are some of my favorite. <laughs> Like game industry, where folks are just like basically just chatting. Yeah, you know, while 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 playing a game. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, most anticipated game. Uh, see, this was uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. This one was a hard one for me. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil four, Starfield, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. I hadn't even heard of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And I would give you a slap, slap, slapperoo, but uh, this is your but you, show, and but, I'm great. You, you know, I don't follow but, Zelda, but I know you also don't follow Zelda. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, what did you vote for? Um. This was kind of just one I just threw. I just threw away. Um. I voted for Starfield. See, here's the thing: between Starfield, Zelda. And uh, Final Fantasy 16, I'm very torn. I've been following, like, uh, you know, anybody who listens to the show knows that I'm not big on following every precious little bit of update and all of that for movies or anything. Um, I've done that for Final Fantasy 16. I um, I will fight to the death about uh, anyone who wants to uh, scrap with me about, like, how great Final Fantasy 15 is. Um uh, I love I love that game, um, uh, but the pedigree that Sixteen has um, for the people who like know the producers and directors and and the people that work on that game, uh, Creative Studio uh, C, I believe is or three, is uh, the ones behind Sixteen. Like the people, the people that work on Final Fantasy uh, fourteen. Um, uh, I've been crazy excited for that game, and sadly, Zelda Two, uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2, it looks so much like Breath of the Wild. Uh, nothing has made me excited for it. I'm just like, I love Breath of the Wild. Surely, like it's it's up there in my in my in my top Zelda games. But this just looked like more of it. It looked like an expansion so far. And I'm I'm glad I'm, I'm sure I'll play it and I'll love it. But it just hasn't got me like exci- excited. Also because the it, the trickle for Zelda information is so slow. And Starfield, I don't know anything about other than Bethesda open world. Uh, in space. Good time game. Yeah, and uh, so I was like, 
I've been excited for that, but kind of on the back burner. But 16, I've, I've followed every little juicy morsel of of that story. and, and It's like 16, and, is it is it going to be a traditional RPG or is it going to be an, an MMO? It's going to be a traditional RPG. Uh, it will... It's going to take a lot of the elements that like uh, fifteen did, but refine refine them even more. Um, it also takes place like over like a long period of time. Like the character you play has like three stages of his life that you'll play through, um, and it's also kind of back to like a big world scaling story. And um, and it also is like one of the more traditional fantasy ones. Uh, the team that's like I said, the fourteen team is the ones who, uh, who are behind it. And they they wanted to get kind of back to the fantasy of it, mm-hmm. uh, get a, break away from a little of the sci-fi stuff that kind of also comes part and parcel with Final Fantasy a lot right. of times. So um, I, I love the design of this game. I love everything about it. Okay. Um, next up, we have uh, Best Adaptation. This is a tough um, one, too. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> oh! Um, the nominees for this one were Arcane, League of Legends... Um, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, The Cuphead Show, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Uncharted. Um, me, I've, I voted Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Of course you did. Um, but not just because I liked it. <laughs> like, the, the show literally re- basically revived the franchise. Yeah. Um, so when you, like, best adaptation, it's like, I, I don't know of another adaptation that has a feat like that. Sort of like, you know, the Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, well, like, for me, uh, uh, I haven't watched Arcane. Uh, everyone else here has. They all talk, about how, good, they talk about how good it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't want to vote on it. Sonic 2, I liked, I liked the first Sonic. Uh, I haven't watched Sonic 2, so I didn't vote on it. And Uncharted, uh, I'll watch Spider-Man do anything. Uh, also, Tom Holland, I know, um, like, his favorite video game was the Uncharted games. He talked about... He talked about that being his favorite games long before he was ever in the running to even try to attempt to make the play uh, the play to be uh, Drake. But uh, uh, man, uh, and I enjoy the Cuphead show. I, I have watched the Cuphead show all the way through. Yeah. Um, also, Cyberpunk Edron is the only thing on this list I've watched. But like Patrick said, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, like Cyberpunk the game, was dead. The game went back. And like added like things in to tie the game back into the show even more, and fucking like David is just such a a, a fun protagonist, um, and man, it's 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 such a good show. Uh, no, like like you were right on the money. Like I liked a lot of these other projects, but nothing can fucking compete with Edge Runners. But it made me like it made me sad that nothing could compete with it. <laughs> Um, next was uh, Best Debut Indie. Uh, the nominees were Neon White, uh, Norco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. Yep. Um, my vote for this was Stray. Uh, I think a lot of people's votes are going to be Stray because yeah. it was so big. Um, I've watched people play Neon Light, and I've watched people play... Uh, uh, Tunic, mm-hmm. and Tunic is right up my alley. Um, but it only recently got released for the Switch, and I was going to buy it when I was going on vacation, you know, a couple of months ago. It wasn't out then, because uh, I thought it was going to be like the perfect vacation day uh, game. It wasn't out on the Switch, so I never, I didn't play it, and I haven't played it yet. 
because um, it felt like that's a Nintendo game, right. and it was not released for that. Um, but a uh, friend of the show, Corey, man, he cried playing Stray. Uh, he straight up just put that up on uh, uh, on social media, like so. I'm not putting him on blast here, uh, like, and if that's that, if that's making like my, my boys cry, like, because they 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 connect with it that powerful, I I had to give it to Stray, right? Like I I I, I voted Stray. I remember it, it it was it was all over the freaking internet when it came out. Uh, I I I watched the, a full let's play of Stray. Um. The uh, next up is Corey platinum that game, and Corey's not a uh, trophy hunter guy. No, oh, wow. yeah. Um, next up was content creator of the year. Uh, I didn't know who any of these people were, so I didn't vote. I didn't know who they were either, and that made me sad because I was like, I follow a lot of content creators, but none of these people sounded familiar to me. Yeah, okay, so it's not it's not just me. Yeah, and I was like, man, I live on like YouTube and stuff like that, and I follow some people who are pretty big, but. Man, I hadn't heard of any of these people. Uh, next up was uh, Best Multiplayer. Uh, there was uh, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Um, now, the one I voted for is not going to win, and I know that. But uh, I had the freaking time of my life uh, sit. Uh, Sitting down playing Shredder's Revenge with uh with with, with my with my friends on the couch. Um, yeah. Um, my birthday. Uh, it came out like the week before my birthday, or like a few days before my birthday. And uh, I told everybody all I wanted was I wanted a six man run through of uh of TMNT Shredder's Revenge. That's what I wanted for my birthday was to just get have uh, five friends with me uh, on that journey to play that game together. And uh, it was, and we played it on the hardest difficulty. And at the insistence of one of my friends, we played it with no tutorial. Yeah, because we were like, we're just gonna raffle stop our way through there, and uh, and we did for the most part. A tutorial would have saved us earlier, well, from a few game overs because we were playing on the hardest difficulty. But man, it was a good time. Uh, and the only other game I played on that list is Multiverses, and I've never played an actual match of it. I've only just fucked around in like the uh, tutorial mode. Oh, okay. yeah, see, I, uh, I don't think I've played any of the other games on here. I, mean, I, have, um, I have multiverses downloaded, uh, but uh, no, I, it, it's not really all that fun to play. Yeah. Uh, after that was uh, Best Sports Slash Racing. Um, I was surprised I haven't seen them lump racing in with sports. Um, yeah. But um, the nominees were uh, F1 uh, 22, FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, Gran Turismo 7, and Ollie Ollie World. I don't know what the Ollie Ollie World is. <laughs> uh, see. I didn't vote for any of these. Uh, I don't care. And I know that some people like... I don't think I did. Yeah, I, I didn't either. Yeah, and I know some people like, you know, live for sports games. I know like, I, they're incredibly popular. But man, I couldn't care less. Yeah. Um... Next up, best sim slash strategy, um, Dune Spice Wars, uh, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, Total War Warhammer 3, Two Point Campus, and Victoria 3. Uh, I voted for Warhammer 3. Um, I, I, I enjoy watching Let's Plays of Warhammer. Um, Fair enough. 
you know, and that that might be due to my love of the setting more than that my love of the actual gameplay. Uh, I voted for Mario Rabbids uh, only because of those games. It was the only one I thought I would buy. Right. Um, I didn't play the first one, but uh, I thought about it at the time and it just never did. Yeah. Uh, also, Nintendo games never come down in price. <laughs> like not generally. Yeah. But Odyssey, Odyssey still can't, like still costs like as much today as it did when it released. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> of these, who do I think is more likely to win? Uh, in this category, I I couldn't really tell you. Um, I like I'm I'm pulling for Warhammer Three, but that's just because I voted for him. Um, thing is, like Dune Spice Wars, I haven't even heard of anybody playing it. No, I hadn't either. I didn't even know it was actually out. Same. Uh, for one, it had that shit trailer. Which we talked about, like the absolute garbage ass trailer, which like yeah. did not tell you anything about the game at all. Didn't even tell you it was a strategy game, really. Um, so, uh, see, next up, best family game. Uh, the nominees were Kirby and from the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, uh, Mario and Rabbids: uh, Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, Splatoon Three. Um. I voted first Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga. But if Nintendo Switch Sports had kept boxing in it, they would have had my vote. What was the first one again? Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Kirby and the Forgotten Land was a game I also intended to play. It just came out at the time I was like other games came out and I was playing those instead. Mm. Uh uh because um that like and biggin, you eat the giant thing mode. I was like, oh, I'm down for that kind of nonsense. Right. Uh, but I never ended up actually playing it. Um, but uh, uh, but I still voted for it. <laughs> Some, uh, sometimes all you can do is vote for the thing that you're like, oh, I would have bought that. Yeah. Um, although I think that. Um, I mean, it's, I'm, I definitely think a Nintendo game is going to win this category. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Splatoon mate probably wins it. I don't know. That's going to be, that's going to be an upset. You think? Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Sports, Mario Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, and Kirby. Like, that's three other Nintendo games and what should be a gimme category for Nintendo. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I would call Splatoon an upset. Not to say the not to say the Splatoon is undeserving. It's just I wouldn't have I wouldn't have picked out of that lineup. Um after that, uh best fighting game. Well uh I mean Splatoon is still a Nintendo game. Yeah, but it's not one that everybody thinks of. Uh it has like its its whole thing is like multiplayer capability. Also, I don't know if you heard this and I just wanna put this story out on blast because I thought it was hilarious. There was a guy who like hacked the undertexture of like his game while he was playing it live and basically like uh if he, if all of his shit if he didn't win, all of his stuff was gonna start playing playing uh porn. Huh? Like I don't know how he did it. I just I just I heard like basically like this guy had cuz like you 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 know you you make messes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well like he had it rigged so that like if he didn't oh, win so that his his thing was like spraying porn all everywhere. Yeah, well it would if he lost. Like it would like like when the game would like ended and like it just kind of like showed the results and all that. Oh. It would start just playing porn and it was because uh that way if he lost, he would be uh permanently banned. 
So it like up the stakes for him. It was kind of like that. I don't know if you ever seen the uh, uh, the comedian that like was like, I have to escape from these handcuffs, uh, or else this robotic arm will uh, open my pants and and expose my dick to this whole group of children. I have an officer nearby to arrest me at the moment I uh, I have indecently exposed myself and will have to sign up as being a sex offender, and then like did the trick like under pressure. <laughs> No, that's stupid, and he should go to jail. <laughs> he didn't. He did the trick. No, not not the not the comedian. <laughs> oh, uh, it, it's just it was just a weird thing. Like, and it it worked out. He won, and what? For, and for all anybody knows, he, it was all a lie. But uh, it was just a story that I I'd, I'd heard that I was like, you know, that's that's stupid enough to probably be true. But I didn't care enough to verify it. I just wanted it out there. Yes, don't don't do that, people. <laughs> um, the uh, but yeah, so best fighting game um, nominees were DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All Star Battle R, King of Fighters Fifteen, Multiverses, and Sifu. I will die before I let um, Multiverses win any category. Uh, I didn't think Sifu should qualify. Neither did I. Um, like, honestly. I voted for Sifu. And I, I voted think for Sifu. Sifu. Yeah, I don't think Sifu <laughs> should qualify. I don't think he should qualify. I think King of Fighters definitely should probably yeah, win. Yeah, that, that should win. But uh, that's, the, that's a fighting game. Uh, an illustrious fighting game. Uh, but Sifu, right? <laughs> no, it's like... like <laughs> Sifu, I, I, right? I voted for Sifu because I played Sifu. Uh, but, like, no. Sifu is, a, is, a, is an action game. It's it's a beat em it's up. A, it's a beat em up. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know how I don't know how how he got in <laughs> with them fists. Well, I'm like, did did we not? I have to believe that it was only there because we did we not have another fighting game come out this year? Like, oh oh, unless they were like Nintendo All Stars. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, fighting. Games, twenty twenty two. I'm I'm very curious if we did we just not have any. Um, I literally just clicked the first link that came up. Um, okay, we had we had twelve. Uh, JoJo's. Uh, all right. Um, uh, I can understand them not putting WWE in. Um, wasn't there also the Demon Slayer game? Uh, and wasn't there a One Piece game? Uh, let's see, Giga Bash. That's like a kaiju fighting game. Um, yeah, DNF Duel. Per- Hell, Persona Four Ultimax came out. Oh year. yeah. Like I would have accepted that before Sifu. But we both voted Sifu. Yeah, yeah, but th- th- I, <laughs> I'm telling you, we voted wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you, like we we voted right for us, but we voted wrong for the grand we. For the universe, we voted wrong. If, if if Sifu wins, we are in the we are in the wrong universe. We're in the Berenstein universe or something. Even the even the list I just pulled up of, of new fighting games still had Sifu on it. That's weird. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't. Why is that? Why is it qualified there? I'm. I'm I mean, if, if it qualifies, uh, Shredder's Revenge should qualify, and if Shredder's Revenge should qualify, then that's what should have won. Um, but yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, best role playing game. Um, 
Elden Ring, uh, Live Alive, um, or Live a Live, uh, one of the two. Live a Live. Um, Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yep. Um, I'm going to let you say what you voted for first because I didn't play any of these games. Okay. I did, I did vote in this category, but I didn't, I didn't play any of these games. So, uh, Live a Live, I haven't played um, because uh, of Triangle Strategy. Uh, that's actually why I haven't played a lot of the, my, my Switch games this year, uh, is because of Triangle Strategy. Um, Triangle Strategy is a lot of fun, has a really good story. Um, I like it. I mean, it's tropey, yes. All, are the characters super deep? I mean, no. I mean, what RPGs aren't, what modern RPGs aren't tropey? Yeah. Um,. But uh, but it's ultimately bogged down by the fact that it has no like random battles at all. Um, every battle is a, is a story battle, and the only way that you can like get to the point where you need to be able to fight in those story battles is you have to like go into your tent and do mock battles, um, and that also grinds out how you get your money and your items to upgrade your shit, um, which is randomized, and uh, and so you can be doing those battles for, like, an hour and not never get the items that you're supposed to be getting from them. Um, instead, just getting money drops or something else instead. Right. Uh, so Triangle Strategy, I, I like it a lot, but um, it kind of put a damper on a lot of other things for me. Arceus, I played when I got COVID. And uh, so I was miserable while I was playing it. None of it was its fault, because the first couple of days I was fine. Um, and then by the end, because of COVID, it was just one of those things I started to associate the two. Um, and, uh, so I went with a thing that I played for 200, 300 hours in, which is Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, absolutely Elden Ring, El Elden Ring forever. Elden Ring is probably who will sweep. Um, I'd voted for Triangle Strategy, um, just cause it basically from its pedigree, uh, I was a fan of Fire Emblem. Um, but like Elden Ring, people have been talking about Elden Ring since it came out. You you can still you you're, YouTube is still filled with people doing their you know this is my custom Elden Ring build. Yeah. You know to make like you know Goku and Elden Ring or Escanor and Elden Ring. Um, like uh, and I had our and just and I already did vote for Elden Ring in a different category. I just wanted to spread mine out. Um. So, uh, I will say, uh, this is another streamer that uh, he just accomplished this, like, last week. I, I wish I could remember his name so I could give this dude proper credit. Uh, he just played through and beat, um, uh, what was it? Um, Demon's, uh, Demon's Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, uh, Dark Souls 3, Sekiro, uh, and Elden Ring, all in a row, like, live on, on Twitch... Oh, um, not, no, no Bloodborne? Oh, Bloodborne was in there as well. That was the one I was forgetting. Uh, uh, all in a row on Twitch without taking a hit. If he took a hit, he had to start over from the beginning. Okay. He completed it, like, last week. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with Sekiro, man. Sekiro, like, being the game that it is... Like it is so precision based. Like I would be stressed out. Like I would, I would have to, like you know, go and like get life support or something. Halfway through, it's like no, 
that those, those games because some of those hits are just cheap. Yeah. Um, like just the amount of how many how many times did you, did you have to play all of those games to get all that shit, you know, all that timing down. Jesus. Um. Like uh, yeah. Next up is a uh, best action adventure. Uh, the nominees are Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. Uh, I voted for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, I'm I am playing through God of War Ragnarok now. Uh, I'm having a ball. Um, like and you know the the it's it's probably gonna be my game of the year. Like uh, not to not to give away who I voted for. But you know, this is probably my favorite game that I've played this year. Um, which you know was which is a hard fought battle for me because Sifu also came out this year, and I am a huge fan of beat 'em ups. Yeah, um, I uh, I ended up voting for Tunic because um, uh, I hadn't played any of these games, um, and uh, I didn't play the last God of War game. I haven't played any of them. Uh, I could probably tell my God of War anger stories uh, at some other point, um, but all, all most of it was I mean, forgiven. I, well, I remember I remember when it, when God of War, when God of War the first trilogy came out, like like you very much didn't like Kratos was never really a character that 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 you were into at all. Yeah, um, I actively disliked Kratos. I, I don't dislike him now uh, with like the new like kind of like the remake of. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to really call, like what, like because I mean, technically the old games are still canon, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, I actually do like Daddy Kratos. Yeah. Um, and, but like, you know, the, my thing is like those old games do inform uh, Daddy Kratos. Yeah. Um, like this is def like God of War the the new God of War Kratos is definitely reflective and influenced by everything he did in God of War one, two, three, Chains of Olympus, and all the other games. Yeah. Um, so, um, but, and I even own a copy of God of War. Um, I just still haven't played it. Of the re- the new one? Yeah. Um, I don't even, I don't remember what happened to it, but I know I have a copy of it. Um, because somebody gave it to me. I highly encourage it. It's a good game. Uh, I, I thought about playing it a lot and, uh, just, just haven't. That's nothing more complicated. Anybody who play who's a gamer who, uh, who has a backlog of games just knows how it goes sometimes. Oh yeah, I got trust me, I get it. Uh, but Tunic was the one I was like, I thought God of War's gonna win. I think God of War should win, honestly. Everything I've heard about it, I think it should win. I wanted Tunic, uh, which was uh, a, a style of game that I like, and I want to see more games in that style. Uh, even though there's fucking tons of them, but. Uh, uh, I, I I put my vote for that, but God of War definitely should win. Yeah, yeah, no no shame here. Um, next up is best action game. Uh, the nominees were Bayonetta three, Call of Duty Modern Warfare two, Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Uh, Where'd so, your heart die here? Hold on, because. Um, the way I'm the way I'm pulling up my votes, um, uh, they they allowed you to vote over Discord, uh, and on your on your Discord you can get them to send your votes to you see what you know what you voted for. But the problem is they don't put them in alphabetical order. 
Um, they're just random, like a fucking madman. <laughs> and I'm scrolling through looking for best action, but my my eye keeps being drawn to best action slash adventure. Well, I will go ahead and say I voted for Shredder's Revenge. Uh, that was a incredibly good birthday for me. Okay, um, yeah, I finally found mine. Yeah, I, I voted for Shredder's Revenge. Uh, I watched Ryan play Sifu, and Ryan was not very good at it. Yeah, I I I didn't have that problem. I fuck. I was I I had already fucking beaten Sifu when Ryan was still struggling struggling to get through the second level. Yeah. Um and so uh so yeah, for me like of the game cuz I played it um and I loved the hell out of it and uh and I I want to find people who didn't play it with me so I can trick them into playing it with me again. Uh, like Shredder's Revenge for for sure. Yeah. Um, my vote was my vote was for seafood. Um, traitor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, hey, hey, that my heart did die for that. Uh, I am a huge team in team NT fan. Uh, from you know the time when I was a, a wee lad. Um, but Sifu hits me in a level deeper than that. Um, that does take me back to. You know, little kid watching action movies, seeing, you know, the uh, Kung Fu Master tear through a room of 30 dudes. Yeah, I can't hate. Um, um, I and, just feel betrayed, that's all. And <laughs> and see, and Sifu itself, like, you know, that is a game where once I had learned it, once, once, once I learned it, I felt rewarded for my effort. Like, once, once I learned, oh, this is how... This is how you know you're, the game is asking me to engage with these threats, and once you solve that, once you solve that puzzle, and you do get to, you actually get to feel like that kung fu master hero tearing through a level, and you get to you get to the end, and it's like you know this boss comes out, and, you know, saying, "Oh, he's gonna crush you." Really, you're gonna crush me? The thirty-five guys whose asses I've whipped coming up this building say otherwise. Um. The only thing I the, the the only thing I had against it against the game itself was its ending, um, and I, I I just didn't agree with the message that it was giving, um, but at least I saw that ending. I saw it. I was able to attain a ending I agreed with. Whereas Shredder's Revenge, sadly, we played through it on a work night, and I had to leave right before they beat the final boss. Yep, we did. Uh... We did one run where everybody was there. We lost pretty terribly. Most people split, and uh, I beat it with a, a reduced group uh, on the next attempt. Yeah. Uh, and then some of those people have come back, and we've I've played it with them, and and they've gotten to see the ending uh, eventually. Yeah, I have not. I still haven't seen the ending of Shredder's Revenge. Um. See next category. Um, best VR slash AR. Uh, I haven't played any of these games. Um, the nominees were After the Fall, Among Us VR, Bone Lab, Moss Book 2, and Red Matter 2. Yeah, uh, none of these were games. Uh, Ryan plays a lot of VR games. Uh, none of these were games he'd played. Uh, if he plays them, I watch them. I, so I wasn't. I didn't get a chance to watch any of those games. Like uh, the only one of these I'd even heard was heard of was Among Us VR. I, I'd heard of. Pretty much all of them, but yeah. um, uh, but uh, for whatever reason, uh, just hadn't gotten a chance to. 
So uh, I uh, I skipped it. Um, see, next up, uh, innovation in accessibility. Um, As Dusk Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, Last of Us Part 1, and The Quarry. Um, at the time when I voted, I didn't know enough about what any of these games had done in regards to accessibility to feel qualified to, to vote. Yeah, uh, I hadn't either. Uh, we actually just, um, before we sat down, because we didn't have a good answer for it last year either, um, so I actually did look up and we discussed like um, what the games like have done, um, and uh, a lot of it's pretty cool. Uh, I will say that although I didn't play it, uh, my favorite one um, personally is Return to Monkey Island. Like it's weird accessibility things. Uh, the fact that it has a writer's cut for it that adds in hundreds of extra lines of dialogue um, is absolutely fucking bonkers to me. Um, that's like some of the like that weird like Fallout can be a completely different uh, game if you set your intelligence to one. And it becomes basically like not unplayable, but you, you're you're a very special boy, and everyone treats you like you're a very special boy. But they went through the time and effort to do that. That kind of level of like sheer chicanery, uh, I'm always down for. Um, now, a lot of the other stuff was uh, was about you know like um, uh, directions, uh, quick time events, uh, helps on a lot of stuff. A lot of it sounded pretty cool and interesting. Um, um, I, I've I've gotten very anti um, um, games that won't allow for button remapping because um, that was like that just seemed like a really common thing like back in PS one PS two eras and then for some reason like PS three and beyond it seems like we've lost the ability for most games to button remap and um, it becomes weird to me when like games are getting praised for allowing that to happen again. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember ever full blown. Well, no, yeah, in 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 the one and two era, we did we did get into we did we did like individually map buttons if we needed to. Um, in the three and four era, uh, like it mostly came down to like configurations. You selecting a certain pre made pre made configuration that yeah that worked for you. Um, like uh, one of the. One of the ones that one that I took advantage of uh, was a uh, God of War, um, and that I I had to re- remap um, basically two of the buttons: the uh, interact button and the evasion button. Uh, by default, uh, evasion is X on the on the PlayStation controller, um, and interact is circle. And after playing so much Gotham Knights before that, I I could not make my brain go X to evade. It kept doing circle. <laughs> yeah, I probably would also remap that. Um, yeah, so I, so that, I just, I just had to, I had to switch that up. Yeah. Um, um, I'm glad that more games are taking the time to like, think about that again. Uh, but it does feel like we took a, a step back and we're only now returning to like, what should have always been the case. Well, like, one thing I, one thing I, 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 one of the things that God of War instigated that I do love and I, I don't even think this is an accessibility thing. Just, just something I just think should have been a standard. Fucking auto looting. Like you know, don't auto loot necessarily consumables like you know health flasks or rage flasks, but just the fucking crafting materials. Why wouldn't I just auto loot that? Yeah. 
Like, why, why, why in the hell would I just leave just the the rawhide or hacksilver or whatever the hell Kratos is standing nearby on the ground? Um, why and why do I need to hit X a different time every time I every time I want to pick the crap up? Uh, I'll actually talk about something that. Um, uh, so um, uh, nothing else. Have... Nothing else. Think of the buttons on my controller because controllers are expensive. Um, I don't have the best eyesight. Um, my, my astigmatism gets worse and worse every year. Um, and, uh, depending on insurance, uh, causes, uh, I'm not able to get a pair of glasses like every single year. And so like the last year or so, my vision has gotten extremely poor. Like I can't, I've pretty much stopped driving at night because I just can't see. Um, and, uh, like... Um, like have you ever seen like like f- like photos where they show you like what astigmatism looks like, where it's like um, like all lights are just like these long lines. Well, if I'm driving towards a car, that's all like that's literally my entire field of vision. If a car has its lights on, it's driving towards me. I can't see anything else. Um, so uh, um, a lot of times in games when they like make them in these high fidelity graphics. Um, it's not like in the old days where like the, where the interactable items would be floating an inch off the ground and spinning, uh, where it's like, oh, I can go touch that thing. A lot of times you don't know at all until you've run up and just rubbed your dick all over it. And, uh, so when we were playing, we played um, very different games. Uh, well, uh, I'm about to talk about Saints Row, so I'm not actually far off the mark. Um, so Saints Row, uh, in its accessibility options, I saw that there was a, uh, you could turn on um, basically um, uh, interactive vision, where it was like it would turn on ob- like it would make objects that uh, were interactable glow. And so there's like uh, one of the side quests, little things in the game you can do are like um, where you go to uh, shooting galleries, uh, and you can like uh, uh, and you basically just have to like find all of the hidden targets inside of it. And there's also a different one that is, uh, like, the lore of the area. And you'll go into the area and you'll have to find, like, five signposts that have, like, little lore about uh, about Santo Eliso. And um, and here's the thing. As someone with normal vision, I hated those. Uh, here's the thing. If you turn on the accessibility options, those things do not show up. What? They don't show up. They're not, uh, they, they just, uh, they are the same purple tinge that everything else is. Like vehicles, uh, items on the ground, they'll glow like gold. But um, no, all of those, those items and stuff like that, the things that I was having a hard time seeing, um, would not show up at all. Um, there was a point when I was doing one of the, uh, uh, I was doing one of the shooting galleries and I spend almost two hours on it because uh, night fell while I was there. And uh, so everything was just gray. And it was an indistinguishable gray. And I could not see anything on anything. I just was looking for squares at that point. And, uh, and it was hell. Um, and, uh, and so... That's that's doing it bad. Why the the option for like them to add that uh, to add that in there would have been nice, but it didn't do anything. So um, as somebody who does go through accessibility options, uh, because I'm also hard of hearing, 
Uh, so like going through subtitles and stuff like that is also very important to me in games. Like the the when I turn on a game, the first thing I do is go into options, make sure I can turn subtitles on. Right. Um. So uh, uh, so I I am glad that like like things like this is getting more spotlight. Um, I feel a little bit bad like when like you know, last year we didn't pay enough attention to it. That's why I made a point to this year do it. But uh, yeah, um, fucking Saints Row. God damn you. Um, next up, uh, is, uh, best community support. Oh, this one, um, uh, there was no question. Uh, the nominees were Apex Legends, uh, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. Uh, what, what was your, uh, vote? So here's the thing, like, a lot of these, uh, are just like, you know, continual games, you know, like... Uh, Destiny, Fortnite, Apex Legends, like those are just meant to be supported forever. Like that's that's like that's how you make your money off of them. And I follow people that like are Apex Legend writers and uh, and people who work on that game. And I love that community of people. I don't even like that game that much, but I love the community of people that work on it. Um, but No Man's Sky has no reason to still be doing the shit that they're doing. Like, that game came out eight years ago, nine, ten years ago, um, and, like, they've already lived up to the promises they set back when they were just hyping it, and it fell, f- and everything fell apart. They've met those goals, and have far exceeded them, and every year when it's like, oh, and now another huge update has come... That's added so many more things. Because I was excited for the original one, and then I was, and then you know when all it fell apart, I was like, okay, I guess I'm not gonna play this game. And um, and now it's become to the point where I was like, I don't want to play this game because there's so much in it now that I'm too afraid to invest the time in it. Um, no, when I talk about game, like whenever whenever a game comes out and it's disappointing upon release. Um, the thing that me and Ryan uh, always say is, you never know, it could get No Man's Guide. So, like, that that game has changed the vernacular of how I think about games. Uh, it changes my hope for games. It makes me more optimistic for gaming as a community that these people spent the time and effort and money to, uh, to keep the quality of life updates uh, coming and coming and coming and content coming and coming and coming. Like, no, no. It, it, there was no question when I saw it on the list. All right. Uh, next what about you? <laughs> oh, uh, I, voted, I voted Fortnite. Uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you mumbled your way through that. <laughs> I'm not proud of my vote. I don't even, I don't even play Fortnite. Um, I played Fortnite. Yeah, I actually do play Destiny 2, but... I wasn't gonna give them the vote because, uh, as a fair as a as a rookie Destiny two player, uh, no, I do not feel uh, welcomed in that community. Um, like uh, for like the everyone feels like they're you know on in game content where I'm like I'm basically still dealing with like the first DLC and uh, you know trying to get on a get on a uh, on a fire team to do mission with people's because a lot of the missions are like like borderlands a lot more fun with other people even if they're randos yeah um 
as uh, borderline impossible. And just as a single player game, it doesn't it doesn't hold it doesn't hold up. Um, oh, I was gonna say, and fourteen also kind of the No Man's Sky thing of releasing terribly. They keep making it better and better. Yeah, fourteen's also an amazing game. I love fourteen. Uh, I play it whenever whenever I get like a oh, whenever I, I hit a moment. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna have anything coming up uh, game wise for a lot for several months. Fuck it, I'm gonna re up on fourteen and, and get further in it. Okay. Um. So, but No Man's Sky is just. Uh, see, next up, best mobile game. Uh, <laughs> nominees were uh, Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, and Tower of Fantasy. The balls. The balls on whoever put Diablo Immortal in there. The absolute fucking balls. <laughs> what, do you guys not have phones? <laughs> <laughs> the balls of whoever put Diablo Immortal in there. Like, did... Did Activision Blizzard just pay the Game Awards to put that in there? They For the nomination, is possible. I mean, because I don't know if you know all the controversies that surround Diablo no, Immortal. I, I, I remember the controversy around the announcement, but Diablo Immortal is not a game I followed. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. Diablo Immortal uh, is an unbeatable game. Um, it It is pay to win, and it is pay like you need to pay like $100,000 to win. Really, just to just to beat the final boss, just to like get through the game, yeah. Um, because the way that the experience and everything like works, you can get to like you can grind out to like a certain level, but like that will only get you so far in the game. You can't beat the game at that level. You would have to have the in-game currency, uh, which you can grind out, but you'd have to buy, and to buy enough of it would literally cost you like ten thousand to a hundred. I forgot the exact mat, like the exact amount it ended up being. But it was thousands upon thousands of dollars. Even if it was just $1,000, that's too much. And it's not. It was more than that. Um, to, to be able to get the chance, because it's a 1% like item, like loot box chance, that you get the item that, allow, that, that can level you up or whatever it is. Like, I don't know if it ever got fixed and got patched, but this is how it was at launch. And um, like it has, it has one of the most disastrous mobile launches of all time. Wow. Because it was literally like, this is just a cash grab. Wow. Yeah. Um, fuck them. Marvel Snap. I love Marvel Snap. I play Marvel Snap every day. Marvel Snap was also my vote. Yeah, I, I play it every single day. Um, I, I enjoy it quite greatly. Uh, I do not play it every single day. Um, but I do, I, do, I did enjoy it while I played it. Uh, it, it is like just the right amount of like dopamine centers in my brain where I'll start playing it and be like, one more match, one more match. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also just good enough at it to constantly be like, like you know what, if I win one more match, I'll get this next thing. <laughs> uh, next up, best indie. Uh, Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. Uh, I voted Sifu. Of course you fucking did. You fucking also voted Sifu. <laughs> oh, okay. Probably beat me all you want. I, I, uh, I figured you would either vote with Sifu or Tunic. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, because I didn't play it. Uh, so, like, uh, there's there's reasons I voted for for it when, like, uh, there was nothing else there. Mm-hmm. I watched Ryan play through Sifu and bang his head against the wall a whole bunch. Um, <laughs> uh, what was between Sifu and Tunic? 
Stray. Stray. And Stray is kind of a weird thing in this house because it's a short game and it's a thing that, like, um, we have the wives, stuff like that. Like, it became a, a thing that was, like, right, it was, right before it even got it, like, right before it came out, we all kind of agreed, like, we're going to play through this once when all of us can watch and play together. So, and that just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, uh, I would I would imagine for four people's schedules, uh, hell, just with your wife's work schedule. Yeah, so it just hasn't happened yet, but like that's kind of the plan for it. All right, uh, next up, best ongoing. Um, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Uh, my vote was for uh, Genshin Impact. Um I tried out two games this two games this year, um, uh, Destiny Two and Genshin Impact. Of the two, I like Genshin Impact more. Uh, mine was Final Fantasy fourteen, um, uh, and I was able to. Vote, that's why I was able to vote like free and clear on my conscience for No Man's Sky before was uh, uh, working my way through the categories. We were kind of working backwards through them, yeah, uh, because I'd had fourteen here for best ongoing. Uh, see. Um, Next up was Games for Impact. Um, the nominees are uh, A Memoir Blue. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that right. Um, as Dusk Falls, Citizen Sleeper, Endling, Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I Was a Teenage Exocolonist. Uh, I did not vote in this category. I've never heard of any of those games. Um, th- these games, I believe, are like... Not like traditional games. They're they're more like um, uh, that dragon cancer. Um, I've never heard of that either. Uh, the, that dragon cancer was made by a couple after their uh, their child died of cancer, and it's kind of an interactive game where oh, you didn't uh, die of a dragon. No. Oh. Uh, and uh, and it's kind of like them airing out their grievances, like the like how the process was for them. But it's an interactive thing. Um, it's very, very touching, very, very sweet. Uh, I've seen it be played through. Um, if you want to just, like, like, they made it to kind of be therapeutic for themselves and also as, like, a legacy for their child, um, it will fucking kill you inside. Yeah, and I'm, I'm never going to. <laughs> yeah. I don't need that in my in my life. Um, so that this is, the, I, I would call this almost like documentary game, like style gaming, where like, okay. like yeah, like they're using the medium to advance some type of something. Uh, did you did you vote in the category? No, I didn't because okay. I wasn't familiar. Uh, the second one, what's the second one? Uh, the second one um, was uh, as dusk falls. As dusk falls, I'd heard of. Uh, I I knew a little bit about as, as dusk falls, and that was the only one I was vaguely aware of, and so I didn't want to discredit anything by voting for something unfairly, just because one of them somehow seep through to get to my attention. Right. Um, next up is best performance. Um, and I'm just going to apologize in advance uh, in case I mispronounce a character or actor's name from a game I didn't play. Um, but the nominees are Ashley Birch as Aloy in Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Charlotte Charlotte McBurney as Amisha De Rune in A Plague Tale Requiem. Christopher Judge as Kratos in God of War Ragnarok. Manon Gage as Mauricia Marcel in Immortality. 
and Sonny Suljic as Atreus in God of War Ragnarok. Um, I voted for Christopher Judge. How could you not yeah. fucking vote for Christopher <laughs> Judge? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, like, watching that man, like, I would, I would, I would watch God of War purely as the, um, as, like, the, them doing all the filming for the game stuff. Just watching oh, all, him, all just watching him stuff, in the yeah. mocap suit. Yeah. Um, like, God, that man is, like, that game is, you, are you okay? Okay, um, that man is extremely charming, extremely funny. Watching him do dad jokes as, as Kratos is amazing. Like, uh, like every time I like, he is the reason that I was like, you know what, Kratos can't be a bad guy because this dude is so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so hey, Chris, Christopher Judge has always been cool. He was he was cool back when he was you know in Stargate. So like uh yeah, so I, and and seeing him as as Kratos has just been a treat. Um and also, you know, cuz they they do face they do facial map his expressions to Kratos. So all the faces that Kratos makes cuz he's also a lot more expressive in Ragnarok um than he was in the original God of War. Uh all that's also Christopher Judge. Excellent. Um and just, you know, hearing that voice, how could you not vote for him? Uh, next up is uh, Best Audio Design. Um, the nominees are Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, and Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, let's see. For me, Best Audio... What the hell did I vote for? If you remember yours, you can go ahead and tell Oh, me. I voted for fucking Elden Ring. I, I'm an Elden Ring fanboy. Uh, uh, that game was absolutely amazing. I dedicated just um, as much time to it as I possibly could. Uh, I I will live and die on the Elden Ring hill. I'm yeah. sorry, everyone. Uh, I think I voted for God of War Ragnarok. Um, not just for, you know, Christopher Judge's performance. Also, just the music has always been pretty strong in God of War. Um, and like just the sounds of the game, um, like just hell the the Leviathan axe has its si- has a sound effect, um, like you know the the one of the audio shortcuts for games is like having two footstep sounds. Yeah. Um, no, they don't do that for God of War. You actually can hear like you know the different types of steps as Kratos is moving through snow or mud or just rain slick you know rock. I always think of Resident Evil Two when when talk, people talk about like bad step design. Oh yeah, where it's just that clip clop clip clop clip clop clip clop clip clop. Yeah. Um, best score in music. Um, the nominees are A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Metal Hellsinger, and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Um, all the same reasons that I just listed. God of War Ragnarok. All the same reasons I would list Elden Ring. Yeah. Nothing gets you more hype in a game that has almost no background music than boss themes kicking in in a Souls game. Yeah. Um, best art direction. Uh, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray. Um, this one, I did vote Elden Ring. Um, just... If there's one thing I'll say for the Souls 
games. Um, it Soul, Souls and Born and all the all the all the Souls likes. They are freaking imaginative in their world design and their character designs. Yeah, I was just saying, um, like nothing else looks quite like them. Yeah, um, like the the strength of just the Elden Tree um, behind, like uh, that you move towards essentially throughout the entire game. Like just being as that, that that always there reminder that is actually rendered and actually there all of the time. Yeah, is so fucking good. Uh, next up, uh, best narrative. Woo, the controversy. Controversy. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, the nominees are A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. Uh, there is a large vocal community of people that think that Elden Ring should not be on that list. Because, like all Souls games, while it does have a very strong narrative, it does not point that out to you. It's hidden behind lore items and blah, 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 blah. Um, Which I would argue that this is probably the most obvious narrative game of all of them. But, yes, you do have to kind of read between the lines. You do have to extrapolate and interpret. Um, I don't think that makes for a weak narrative. There is a narrative that is in there. Um, just because you have to do a little digging doesn't, I don't think, like, not, not every game needs, like, it's a gaming medium. Like, the, 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 the idea of your interactivity, um, also being part of your engagement in the lore and story should be part of it. Um, but no, there's a, there's a very vocal, uh, very vocal amount of people that are like, there's no narrative in Elden Ring. And I'm, I just, I find that wrong. I wouldn't say there's no narrative in Elden Ring. Uh, there definitely is. Um, I would. I do. I do think they have a. They their argument has a leg to stand on in that. Yes, you do have to look for it. Um, now, now that being said, like you know, there's no hard and fast rules for me to arbitrate quality of a narrative. Um, and it could. And it could be that just the fact there's a. It, it almost feels like you would view it as artificially inflating its value because to to justify to yourself the effort you put into uncovering it. Um, I don't know if that makes sense the way I worded it. Oh, it does. Yeah. I actually get what you're saying. Um, but that being said, it's like, I can't say that it's not there and I can't say that it's bad. I, I know, you know, admittedly through pop culture osmosis, which might speak to its credit more in that someone who doesn't, who hasn't played the game knows a good bit about the narrative of Elden Ring and like what you are trying to do uh, in you know becoming the Elden Lord. Um, so like, if at the very least, it was able to get its story out there. Yeah. Um. Now here is my controversial take. Um, as much as I love the and as much as I love it, and I did vote for it because yeah, I, I did not. I, I voted for I, go, I voted for God of War. Yeah, um, I, I was like, are these really the best stories that we had this year in games? I don't think so. God of War Ragnarok's really good. Um, that is a that is a that is a that is a good good narrative uh, game. Um, now that being said, is like, are they the best stories? I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't. I never played a Plague Tale uh, Requiem. I didn't play Elden Ring. I didn't play Around the Rune Rest. I didn't play Immortality. I am currently playing through God of War Ragnarok. 
Yeah. Um. So like, I I can't tell you if they were the best or the worst. I will tell you, I haven't heard anybody. I haven't heard anybody talk about Horizon Forbidden West. I forgot it came out this year. Oh, that's because it did what it always did. Uh, it came out. Uh, uh, it did everything perfectly two weeks before a game came in and redefined the genre. It came out two weeks before Breath. Uh, the original came out two weeks before Breath of the Wild. Re- Breath of the Wild redefined the genre of open world games. Mm-hmm. It came out in the second. The sequel comes out two weeks before Elden Ring. Elden Ring redefined the open world genre. That's bad luck. Yep. Um. So. Well, like, um, yeah, the the other games on the list, like you know, part of part of part of the way, almost the way you have to view a game's success and impact is like how off, how much are people talking about the game after it came out? Um, you know, Elden Ring. People never stop talking about Elden Ring. People do fresh playthroughs of Elden Ring all the damn time. Yeah, but like narrative, I'm like, okay, like, uh, well, like cause there's like there's like other RPGs that came out, like 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 Triangle Strategy. I'm yeah. like. I was like, Triangle Strategy had strong energy. I didn't finish the game yet because of uh, my grind issues with it. But uh, but it had a very strong narrative. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I can necessarily say. I know, like, um, another game series that uh, that they've been putting out lately are these, like, uh, the Isle of Cards games uh, for the Switch. Um, they're uh, Yeah, I can make up words, too, Magic Man. Uh, no, 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 um, they're game, like, uh, one game, one game came out this year and one game came out last year, um, and they're basically the equivalent of playing D&D with one other person, with, like, your dungeon master just kind of sitting oh, over uh, there. lone wolfing it? Yeah, um, because, like, um, everything you do in the game is narrated by the narrator, uh, who is also essentially the dungeon master. Like a bard's tale? Uh, m- more personal than that. The Stanley Parable? Um, lower budget than that, <laughs> but, oh, <wow. laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, they're the, the called like Isle of Cards because like literally the guy like b- builds the set for you out of like cards for you to kind of explore and like, okay, I move, I move forward one card and he was like, okay, well this is what happens now. I move to the left now. Oh, this is what happens. Okay. That's neat. Uh, it's re it's a really neat and interesting experience. Um, and, uh, and because you have this person who's like, Actively judging you on all of your decisions, like I said, it feels like you're playing with an actual like GM slash narrator, um, yeah, like so a that, game that, that, That'd be nostalgic for me. Yeah, they're very fun <laughs> games. I really enjoy the narrative of them. I, I don't know for just for some reason. I, and also, kind of didn't help that it's kind of seems like uh, uh, Requiem, Elden Ring, Ragnarok, and Horizon kind of sweep. Well, I think like I, I think nine categories. Well, I think part of um, you know it, the growing pains of popularity. Um, now that now that we're starting to become an actual award show, we're coming with actual award show baggage, like fuck, like people just buying their way into nominations. <laughs> um, like I'm not it, saying that's what happened with Diablo Immortal, but man, I, I am saying that's what happens in the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying everybody bought their award, but I am saying a lot of people bought their way onto the ballot. Yeah. For your consideration. Um. So yeah, it's just. Uh, I don't know. It, it just. It feels weird that like, all of these were like the best narrative games, especially because like, uh, as much as a lot of people love the Horizon game, 
like this game got a whole lot of heat for uh, retreading the original a lot. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Uh, that that's my 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 take away on that. But yeah, I voted Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next next up is uh best game direction. Um. To your point. Uh. Elden Ring. Oh really? God of War Ragnarok. Rise of Forbidden West. Immortality. Stray. Uh. My vote was for was for Ragnarok. Um. But I do have to give a special, like, you know, applaud to the game director for Stray. Yes. Um, once again, had I actually played and watched Stray, um, I might do. I might have gone for it. Um, simply because Stray was... When it comes to game direction, there's a whole lot of things you can say about it. Like, not everything has to, necessarily has to be, like, a Kojima work. Yeah. But um, I do think that a good director for a game... Like is relying on um, on the ability to get across whatever like the actual message or theme of the work is, and that's actually where I think something like uh, Elden Ring can struggle. Um, even though I love uh, uh, Miyazaki, is because those games are so dictated by player control. Um, and because you can also, because they all have multiple endings, and they all have, uh, there's all like missable side quests, or uh, or the quests have like components that can get missed, um, and stuff like that. Um, but uh, I st- I still voted for Elden Ring, but something like Stray, where I was like, okay, that's a three hour game where you play a cat that in this desolate world, you you can you can see like almost like what they're gonna get out. Before you even play the game, and like any anytime you watch any of the scenes, like if you just watch the trailer for the game, you can kind of like already see like just how like the game sets itself up to feel like you're playing through this like movie. Yeah. Um, and rounding out our uh, prediction coverage is game of the year. Um, the game of the year nominees are. Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 comes out of there. Like, that. that is the most, uh, one of these things is not like the <laughs> other. Like, um, you know, that, that to, to borrow from a... Uh, a uh, analogy that Jared made in a far distant podcast. Uh, this is like uh, coming on after Queen at Live Aid with the Jug Band. <laughs> um, hey man, I I actually dig the Xenoblade. Oh, I don't uh, have games. anything against them, but on this lineup, the deck is stacked against them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that would be an amazing upset. Um. But, uh, no, no, any game series predicated on the idea that, uh, the entire world you live on is on top of a giant, a giant mech. Yeah. Um, and you're just exploring the, the, the outside slash insides of a giant dead mech. And that is literally just the world you live on. That's baller as hell. And those games have been very clever about a lot of the stuff that happens in them. Um, and you know, for some reason, big titty anime waifus. 
Um, I didn't know that was in Xenoblade. It sure is. Uh, Pat just bought a Switch, and he now has a game for it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't jumping in on three. Uh, they're not connected. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, they, they all kind of like take elements from one another and like remix them. Okay, we're like Final Fantasy territory here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, so that was the Game Awards. Uh, we didn't actually say what we're gonna vote for, but I think uh, we've we've voted the same way we voted for everything, didn't we? Uh, actually, no. I, I voted uh, Elden Ring. Oh yeah, I voted uh, for Elden Ring. for uh, Game of the Year. Um, not to say that I don't, I don't love. I don't love. Not to say I don't love God of War. God of War is definitely for me my game of the year. But if I'm trying to, if I if I'm thinking about you know how who has affected the most, like. I'm, we're probably going to be halfway through next year, and people are still going to be talking about Elden Ring. Yeah, um, uh, th- that was my, that's, that's been my thing about God of War, and it's also because it, there's it just it just came out. Yeah, like, like you know, not everybody's even beaten God of War yet, and they're already having to kind of vote for whether or not it's the best game of the year. And it's like that's going to give you some recency bias for one, but two, I I've heard the people talk about like you know how how like the things that it, it, it's doing that should separate it from one, but very little, like most people are like, this doesn't seem like it redefines God of War. Like the last game did. Yeah. It's just like, Oh, it's that, but more and a little bit better in a lot of the ways. Yeah. No, like I, I love Ragnarok, but I can, I can say right now it is, it, it is, it is different enough to warrant being called a sequel. But it retreads a lot of the stuff from from the first from the previous game, like you know the the you're you're still dealing with you know the same 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 weapons same uh, gameplay dynamic um, same style of combat you know hell you're you're going through the same realms <laughs> um, like uh, you know I've, I've now, you 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 visit some new ones, but you also retread some of the old ones. Like you gotta go, you gotta go through freaking Alfheim again, and it's just a bunch of freaking bug bug people again. Um, you know, but but Elden Ring, I I don't know of anything else like Elden Ring. Yeah, I can think of I can think of other things that God of War was like. Um, but yeah, so. So that rounds out our uh, game of the our game awards twenty twenty two pre coverage, yeah, um, and predictions and talking out of our ass. So a little bit. Hold so hold tight until after the game awards. Well, we'll probably do a follow up show. Um, where oh, we, if no other reason than the trailers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about the stuff that was announced. Um, and, uh, you know, if anybody like, you know, shits themselves on, on camera, we'll probably talk about that, um, or says something racist. Um, also we'll talk, you know, about if we predicted anything, um, and shout, ha ha, nanny boo boo, we told you so. (laughs) Any announcements you think that might get made? Just right here at the, at the tail end of the episode, <laughs> where I, where I didn't prep you for this question at all before we talk before we sat down. Uh, me personally, no, I, 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 there's, I could not predict anything. I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't follow the the gaming world as closely as I used to to be able to to be able to make predictions. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I, I am a gamer. I do play video games, but I'm not, you know, 
outside of watching, you know, Jesse Cox's five minute gaming news every now and then, uh, I, I I don't really follow announcements that well. Uh, I've actually gotten more back into following announcements. Uh, there's a couple of people I follow on uh, on TikTok that like just go like this week in gaming, yeah. and they actually do like really in depth uh, new like like things that cover a lot of stuff that I normally wouldn't follow. So it becomes a little bit more interesting for me. Uh, so I can kind of like, expand my my horizons a little bit. Um, but um, right now, like it just kind of always feels like there's just so much all the time because now because gaming is different from when we were kids. Very much. Where, like, um, the things that were going to get big get big. Like, um, and the things that... Because you never know when something's going to be, like, a, a, a super hit out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and now there's just so many companies making so much stuff all the time. Like, getting excited for something is, is difficult because then you're kind of, like, you're falling into, like, the IP drain of, like... Uh, of of not trying any of the new stuff, and then you kind of just have to wait until the new stuff comes out, and, also, and then find and out if it's actually been. And also because we're we're finding out about stuff coming out so early, game development takes a long time, guys. Yes, um, um, and it is hard. It is hard for me to stay hyped for something that's probably not going to come out for two to three, maybe even four years, depending on delays. Yeah, I mean, how long we've known about Starfield for so long now. Yeah. Um, and then now they just announced that. Like, I mean, Elden Ring. How long? How, how long was I making the joke that a game ain't never coming out? Yeah, um, I was gonna say, um, and they just announced, but that's just announced that like Fallout Five is in the works after Starfield. Yeah, and after uh, <laughs> uh, Elden Ring Six. I, I I used to joke that you know I'll believe that Kingdom Hearts is 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 is, cu- is coming out. When I bought the game and am actually putting it into my PlayStation, yeah, um, and I did that, and I still don't believe the game came out. <laughs> I think I played a fever dream that some they rushed out uh, that was that was ill planned and ill thought. Um, like the new Kingdom Hearts, like there's no way of knowing when that game where Sora with normal fucking feet comes out. Yeah, and honestly, a game with Sora with normal feet, I don't even know if I'd want it. <laughs> A man wearing actual sneaks. Yeah. Fuck that. No, he, I'm, he, 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 my, my sore wears the Barnum and Bailey 12s. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, so that, that was, a, that was the Capricorn podcast. I was your host, Patrick. Go host, Jared. Say bye, Jared. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. I ain't doing anything for, like, uh, I'm, I'm like Jeff Keeling at the, like, the end of it where he's just like, <laughs> where he's clearly given up. Uh, see, <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I saw Jeff Keeley in my mind. I was like, man, he seems world weary at this point. <laughs> man, that, even even though he's not going through it, he always has that look. Like, like he is. No, I was gonna say like Mike Myers uh, during the Katrina thing with uh, Kanye, with Kanye, where he's just like he has nothing to say, but he clearly has to still be putting on a performance. Yeah, um, like he treats everything like George W. Bush. Don't care about black people. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then I get, then you, you got to follow, follow that, that up. <laughs> yeah, that's how he, that's how he always looks nowadays. Um, see, so yeah, you find you find us pretty much anywhere where you find podcasts. Give us a like, give us a comment, give us a follow. Let us know what your predictions are. Your uh, who your favorites are for the for the game awards, uh, be it game of the year or any other category, or even a category that we didn't vote in. Uh, tell us we're big dumb poo poo heads and we don't we're not we're not relevant to the, what the hip kids are into. 
Um, I will believe you. Yeah, for um, sure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, I always said like, comment, follow, yada, yada, yada. Everywhere podcast sold. I'm going to stop talking now. See you next time. Peace.